0: G'day, everybody. After a short hiatus, it's back with the Jimmy and Redder's NRL podcast. Jimmy Newburn, it's a very warm welcome back, my dear friend.
1: Hello, David. 2024,
0: isn't it, right now, I think, um, given nearly you are out. So,
1: yeah, it must be next year, so.
0: Straight into it, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to dispense with the scores for the moment, Jimmy. Goodness gracious me, there's some shenanigans at South Sydney in the last three or four days, along with an incendiary article in today's Sydney Morning Herald from their chief sport writer, Andrew Webster which was right on the money about John Morris and particularly Sam Burgess but Jimmy before we launch into the schools there's all sorts of things happening at Heffron Park I just don't know what's going on
1: well, ever since they've moved out there from Redfern they've um they've gone into trouble trouble after trouble it's it's yeah Sam Burgess obviously showing the door today and Morris has agreed to well I soon as they pull his head and he's probably trying to put a point forward that players need to be treated equally but he's Posing to stay for the rest of the year before he goes to the Tigers next year. But yeah, big call. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to go, getting the fans, keeping the fans on side, given Sam Burgess is such a club legend, even though he was leaving at the end of the year anyway to go back to, to England Warrington. for a couple of years to, yeah, to coach on Warrington. His way, but, to on his way to Warrington. But interesting two weeks out from a, a week and a half out from from a, effectively a quarterfinal that'll get him into a final against the Roosters. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting time to do it.
0: Oh, the whole thing's fascinating, and it—it's as you said that the, the the current of this is coming from an an alleged un, well an alleged prefer an alleged preferential treatment towards two players, Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker. Um, and there was a fascinating statement that apparently they were at practice and camp. Latrell said, "I want you to pass it to me," and uh, he blew up at Cam Murray, and Murray said, "You're never there."
1: Yeah, one of and, the, the meetings earlier in the
0: year. So and the yeah. vision that they showed on
1: 360 last night seemed to, seemed to support that, which was that family vision from the weekend. Uh, a few times we didn't back up um, a couple of breaks against the Knights.
0: Well, like he, he, him going across to South Sydney, I, I'd love – and I've got to be a bit balanced here because um, as someone that loved having Latrell Mitchell play for the Roosters, I was actually very disappointed. Not quite bitter, but I was disappointed – intensely when he left to go to the mortal enemy. I don't think he is anything... Uh, uh, occasionally, he has been. But overall, I don't think he's been a good a footballer for them. And his latest stupid act with Tyson Frazella at Newcastle National Sports Centre, Jimmy, as a co- someone who's coached football sides for years, that is a hair puller. That is just a joke, what he did. And he's got a lot to answer for.
1: Yeah, he's probably lucky it wasn't... It didn't really connect. It was pretty... The contact itself was pretty, pretty weak. It was but yeah, I, I, with the with the contact being as light as it was, I would have thought it was probably more fine than a suspension. If it got him a bit more flush, maybe a suspension. But it was a bit silly. It was another one of his brain explosions. He's he's such an awesome player to watch and and to to watch when he's in full flight. But he just things don't go his way. He just seems to have that that little bit of a fuse, and and yeah, it sort of boils over a bit and. Obviously had a rough day and they were getting beat pretty easily on the weekend um, in front of thirty thousand screaming people against him and yeah another one of his little little brain snaps but he's, he's too good a player to be to be doing that I think he, he sort of admitted that a little bit today about he needs to get those things out of his game and hopefully for South going forward um, if they can make the finals he can he can stand up for him because obviously with the grand final a couple of years ago he was rubbed out and and now he's he's obviously missed a, a crucial game in the final round against the Roosters. In a week and a half.
0: Uh, well, uh, they've got a buy, which is the perfect opportunity for them. Mm. It, I'm all, honestly, for, as a Roosters fan, I am quite bullish about that game. I think we'll beat the Tigers this week. And I think that we can knock them out. And the, the, the ability to knock them out of the finals is very enticing. I mean, yeah, no doubt
1: for the for a Roosters fan and, and for the of Roosters themselves, it it, it's huge. It's um, I'll be at, actually at that game, funnily enough, um, Friday week, um, at a at a thirtieth, having a corporate box. that be, we've sort of picked a good game to be at, um, given now that it's it's high stakes and winner goes in, loser um, loser finishes for the year, depending on, I guess, the Cowboys are the are the wild card in that in that. You'll, mix have, to, as well. you, you'll have to behave, James, in a corporate box, my friend. Yeah, well, that we'll see how that goes. We're in a box the next day at the races as well, so I'm not sure how that'll uh, line up back-to-back uh, things for 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 a mates' thirtieth. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll try and behave, right as Of course, we will.
0: And I suppose it's been overshadowed um a little bit by the South Sydney dramas, but certainly all's not well at the West Tigers either. And they've made a decision. I know that this has happened in the last seven days, but it's we we've had a couple of weeks' break. Um, I'd love to get your thoughts and. I'm not convinced that the West Tigers management at times are actually on this planet and I I, it, I just don't get them. They bring in Tim Sheens as this saviour and within nine or ten months he's basically out the door. Robbie Farah looks like he could become the general manager of football and the inexperienced but extraordinarily talented Benji Marshall looks like he's taking over. And I mean, yesterday one of the weekend, congratulations, great kick from Happy Coruscant, but Jimmy they're a head case the West Tigers surely that's a fair statement
1: yeah Pasco um Justin Pascoe, you saw on the, the document the Tigers sound documentary he was yes. always a bit of a strange character and oh and, absolutely and then, is and then the other guy Leo I'm not sure yes. I yeah.
0: won't try and pronounce his last name but I he, think it's a, a, had gear yeah. to something along those lines uh, yeah
1: obviously a very wealthy man but gets around his coat and his his Fedora hat and uh, it was just a bizarre interview he had on 360 a few weeks ago as well that it, it just seems to be in total denial about how, how bad the club sh- how bad the shape is and, and those two have both said they're not going to stand down unless they're told to and the, the problem seems to start with them they've done nothing since they've been there and it's 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 a it's a strange one they've got John Morris there next year I guess that gives Benji a little bit of an experience to, Morris obviously got some first grade experience as a coach and I guess to get him in as the right-hand man with Farragun into an off-field out of the coaching box, and I think they were chasing Holbrook, but Holbrook went. Holbrook ended up somewhere else, I think. Right, isn't the um, Holbrook, isn't the Holbrook, was Holbrook, Holbrook the there as well? He might have went Roosters? to the Roosters yeah. So it's they were chasing him originally, I think. But yeah, Morris seems to be the be Benji's right-hand man. But the the clubs, yeah, it's it's an interesting one, and um. They're probably going to finish bottom. They, B- B- Miracle will get them off the bottom again compared to the Dragons. But, yeah, those the two in charge seem to be seem to be where all that starts. And it's yeah, just, just bizarre, those two, the way the blinkers are just on and they think everything's going well.
0: Last round, the round 25 was fascinating. The Sharks went to Townsville and towed up the Cowboys 32-12. It's as simple as that. I thought Manly were very good. At Mount Smart Stadium against the Warriors, Manly went down 22-29. The Warriors uh, are kicking a field goal in that game. The Roosters, I think there'll be a lot of questions being asked about Brad Arthur at the end of this season because Parramatta theoretically had a pretty decent side. The Roosters towed him up 34-12, and the Roosters are actually playing pretty good footy at the moment. The last four weeks, they've been very competitive. The West Tigers with a very late um, penalty goal from out 24-23 over the Dolphins. The Panthers ho-hum, another big win, 40-14 uh, over the Gold Coast who still can't defend to save themselves. The Dragons put a big fight up against the Melbourne Storm. They should be at least proud of that down at Wollongong on the Storm winning 38-28 in a 66 point thriller. The Knights in front of a raucous rampant sellout at the, the Newcastle National Sports. I was, Jimmy, if I can just uh, go off on a tangent for a minute. I was speaking to some people working, I said, You got no idea what that place is like when it's full on jumping. It must have been a great afternoon. I'm sure Radley would have been absolutely stoked with a 29 10 thumping of the rabbits. Yeah, Radley
1: was up in a corporate box as well with his vest with his faders, um, who happens to be a South fan. So it was um, would have been a nice day for him. And yeah, that stadium is incredible when it's full. I remember it as a kid when it was before all the grandstands and whatnot with Joey Johnson yes. around and. Paul Harrigan and whatnot, and they're, they're sold out again this week against Cronulla. Apparently already, so um, two in a row. And if they can, if it falls correctly, if they can jump, up Raiders can drop a game. They can actually jump up and get a home
0: final, and, and good luck playing them at home in a knockout final. Uh no way. No one will beat them. Not 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 if Newcastle if Newcastle get a final in New Nam, New Lambton, they're into week two. It's as simple as that. And the Raiders were not impressive. Ricky Stewart was very disappointed. Uh, with a 36-24 win over the Dogs. And the Raiders are in a bit of strife. Um, if things can go against them and they can, you know, they might lose a home final. They could also get theoretically pumped out of, out of the eight. But things that have to be extraordinary to do that. And I think that involves the North Queensland Cowboys yes, also defeating beating Penrith in round, in the last round. Jimmy, before we go on to the ladder and have a real good look at it, um, what were your thoughts, please, on the tackle of Ruben Garrick in midair I understand what the laws of the game say. Did you have a problem with it? As a a rugby league man and be a manly man, Garrick's a very valuable commodity.
1: Yeah, the, the laws of the game that that the tackle itself, the ball bounced and, and whatever else you, you can't uh, you're, you're able to, to go out the play, but there's still as I said, there's still a, there's still something in the rule book about. Putting a player in a dangerous position, which is exactly what he had done. Um, it's just strange that Anelzy came out and said he wasn't put in a dangerous position. Well, he's got some broken bones in his back, which I've actually done a very similar injury about twenty years ago. It's it's once he cooled down, he would have had very very limited move and painful movement um, to get out of the ground once he, once he cooled right down. And um, yeah, it, it was. It, I think he was blatantly put into a dangerous position. It wasn't a malicious thing, but it was. That he was still. It was an accidental thing, but high tackles are accidental. And these little tin bins that you're getting for these little high contacts, they're all accidental as well. And it's still, I don't know, as I said, you can tackle a player in the air when when the ball bounces, but but at the same time, you still can't put him in a dangerous position, which which I think the injury sort of proven that he was. It was lucky he didn't land on his head and it was only his back because he had no control over his body once he uh, started
0: flipping around. Yeah, there's a duty of care. It's a collision game and it's an injury game. But there is some. There's got to be something in the game, Jim, that prevents that from happening when Garrick is completely vulnerable. Uh, and that he, he was. It 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 looks terrible. It, it's it's not a good look for the game. And you, you've got all these, you know, rugby leagues fighting this enormous battle with all these other codes to get young people, women and young women and young men playing the game, and I'm sure that you and I both want them to do that, but when people see things like that happen, you sort of think you know, and I'm not trying to be too much on the moral high horse because it's a tough, vicious, brutal game, but that just didn't sit well with me. Uh, it, there's something that needs to be addressed with that, hopefully in the off-season, to be quite honest with you.
1: Well, um, I, I think they'll that, change
0: yeah. the rule to the same as,
1: same as the, a fullback catching the ball in the full, but it said the same. It, it shouldn't need to be a rule change in that if you put a player in a dangerous position, you've um, accident or not, it's a, it's a penalty, and, and in the context of the game, I guess it probably puts Manly in front. If they, well, they will bet it was the goal kicker that was down injured, but um, they kick the goal. They go in front. They, the Warriors get the ball. They go out the other end the score, and they kick a field goal where it sort of it's completely changed the game. Me only done pretty well for, for the most part of that game. Actually, two weeks in a row, Penrith and the Warriors have actually been in the game. Um, if those efforts have been there all year, who knows? But but yeah, I, that. It, they will change. The, I can almost guarantee you they'll change the rule on the back of it, but um, it won't be till the end of the year. But, but yeah, it's just it's one of those strange
0: ones. Jim, before we go and look at the ladder, and in my mind, there are 10 teams that can make it. Jim, if everything goes the way it normally would, and Penrith and Brisbane get a home final. I'm assuming Penrith will play their home final at Combank and Brisbane at Lang Park.
1: The um, first week, I reckon there's a chance. I reckon not, they'll try and play okay. at home the
0: first week. Oh, but, well, but, if they play at yeah. home, it's even more so. In week one. But... If Br- Penrith and Brisbane win week one, can anybody stop them? Anybody stop them making the grand final, given that they don't have to leave their home city until the grand final? There's, for, for mine, there's only one team that can cause some problems. I'll go into that in a minute. But what do you think? Do you think it it is inexorably heading towards a Penrith and Brisbane grand final? Oh, it's a big, it's a
1: massive thing. I, normally, especially in both codes, with the interstate sides, can, can get those home qualifying finals and, and win and get the prelims. It's it's a similar situation with the with the Lions and the and Port Adelaide and the AFL. But um, exactly, it is. But, but yeah, for sure, uh, Penrith. Like I said I'm. I'm assuming they'll get week one at Penrith, um, and then yeah, weeks two or three would be at Combank. But yeah, that's a massive thing. The Warriors' record. I don't know what their away record is like this year. I think they won a lot more games in Australia than what they um what they ever have. But um... yeah, they
0: eight. They're, they're, I've got the ladder up now on NRL.com, which by the way, everybody's a great website. It's really enjoyable. Uh, the Warriors are seven and four in New Zealand, but eight and three away from New that's Zealand. Zealand. So they'll go to Brisbane all things being equal, they probably go to Brisbane week one and I although and I think to... one of those away games was in White, was in Hamilton, wasn't it, against the West Tigers uh, or Rotorua? Yeah. Did they yeah, play a game White. at Hamilton or Rotorua? I, yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. played at Hamilton at the home of the Waikato Chiefs in an in away Flags, game yeah. that the Tigers took to New Zealand, yeah.
1: Uh, the, in the wild
0: card, I guess, is, is the
1: storm with Pappenhausen back in the squad this week. And he gets a couple of games and, until he goes into a finals. Who knows how fit he is, but um, he could be a bit of a wild card, Evan. I think he'll just come off the bench, even all the way through. I think he will stay at fullback and Pappy will go back to the role when he first came into first grade in the 14 role and, and try and cause havoc up the middle. So they're a bit of a wild card, but yeah, definitely the, the top two sides are the top two for a reason. And, and they would be. Pretty strong favourites to to meet in the grand final at um at a core stadium.
0: Look, the, the 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 team for me that's that that's the the roughy, not the ruffie but is the is the stick in the ointment here is the New Zealand Warriors. If the Warriors can somehow get a prelim final in New Zealand, they're mm. going to be hard to stop. That for that to happen with the the way that the ladder is at the moment. New Zealand would have to beat Brisbane in Brisbane, and that's yep. a big if. They're certainly a cape. They're fifteen and seven. They're a good football side, Jim. They're well coached. They're well drilled. I just I, the way it is at the moment is that the top two for me, there's just a gulf between them and the rest. And at the moment, the the form sides in the whole comp are Penrith, Brisbane, New Zealand, Newcastle, and the Roosters, the Knights of the team. and it's, oh, it's a God. One. And, and then
1: in the if you. Just go a step further. If the ladders is the way it is, the the loser of the Warriors Broncos game will play at home against the Knights, who are on the on the winning streak, who um should cover whoever finishes six or seven. They'll cover week one, and that'll be a huge week two game and a pretty dangerous game for the for the loser of that Warriors Broncos game.
0: Absolutely, the the way the ladder looks is that in tenth is the Roosters on twenty eight with a differential of negative six negative sixty two, the Cowboys who are terrible against Cronulla at home. Differential of twelve. They're also on twenty-eight. The Rabbitohs are also on twenty-eight, and they get two points in a buy this weekend, and they're on plus seventy-three. That could yet help them. The Knights are on thirty-one points and pretty much secure into the eight. Then the Raiders on thirty-two. The Sharks on thirty-two. The Sharks on top by the Raiders. Differential is the problem for them. Then the Storm on thirty-four. The Warriors thirty-six. Brisbane 40, Penrith 40. So if the finals were played this weekend, everyone, it'll be Penrith hosting Melbourne, Brisbane hosting New Zealand, Cronulla hosting South Sydney, and Canberra hosting Newcastle at about minus 237 at Bruce Stadium. Canberra will be pushing for a night game there. Jim, what's going to happen in the next two weeks? We'll go into the draw in a minute. Who do you think will finish in the bottom four? Well, I'm not sure who the Knights got in the
1: last round, but I, I, the Knights are a massive chance at... at, at They'll probably be fifth by the end of the round. I think they'll beat. They play Cronulla this week. They'll beat them. They jump into fifth spot. So the Knights looking now are probably going to end up in the five v eight game. I think. Um, and there, I think. I think the Knights.
0: The Knights are locked in. I think. Newcastle's I think last are... game is on next Saturday. It's the night game on Saturday at Cogger Jubilee. Well, they'll win that. So
1: that's they'll finish on thirty five, and I think they'll finish in um, in fifth spot. So it'll it'll get them a home game on. 5v8 game, depending on what day they want to run it, but against um possibly, possibly the Sydney Roosters or the Roosters are probably... The winner of next Friday's game will jump, probably jump into That's eighth right. spot. Canberra may just hold on. I'm not sure who their two games are against, but...
0: um I'll get that for you now. So Canberra's last game of the season. I'll get that for you now. Bear with me, Br- boys. Brisbane this week. they probably yep. lose to Brisbane, so... I would think so. Their last game is away to Cronulla. Well, that, the last game of the of the season
1: as well, so that's right. That's that's right. tough. So that's that could potentially, yeah, that's right. That could potentially decide who finishes in a home final and and who has to travel to. Um, or well, they could play each other two weeks in a row. It could be the other option too. <laughs> um, so yeah, the Knights I think will get to fifth, and I think Cronulla and Canberra will probably finish in the in
0: six and seven, and the winner of the Roosters Rabbitohs will um finish in eighth and have to go to Newcastle. Yeah, oh, that's the way I see it. I think I think that's right. When I did my projector, I had the Knights on thirty-five and the Roosters finishing on thirty-two. So this week, tomorrow night it's Penrith and Parramatta out there at Bluebet Stadium at Penrith. Good luck, Parramatta. The Warriors hosting the Dragons in the early game in Australian time. Uh, that's at the stadium. Now I saw a thing earlier in the week. They are naming that ground Daniel Anderson Stadium. It's- I think for the weekend although that's not on the NRL website, which I'm surprised with. I did see that earlier on somewhere. So it's the Warriors and the Dragons earlier, the late games, the Dolphins and the Cowboys. And goodness where the Cowboys have got to find a way to win that. That's at Lang Park. Then on Saturday afternoon, the afternoon game, Melbourne and Gold Coast. Um, I'm sure there'll be a game at the MCG next. That'll be a big day uh, in that precinct. Twilight is the Roosters and the Tigers. That game's at the um, Sydney Football Stadium. Then the night game on Saturday night is Canberra hosting Brisbane, at what would be a frigid Bruce Stadium. Then Sunday afternoon is Canterbury and Manly. That game's at Stadium Australia. And the final game out, as Jimmy said, a sold-out Newcastle International Sports Centre is Newcastle against Cronulla. Let's go. Jim, I, I think there's a couple of these that are pretty confident with our betting. Penrith by plenty yeah. against Parra. Yeah,
1: there's some short-price favourites this week, Greta's.
0: Um, yeah,
1: Penrith, Toto, Toto comes back. I did read somewhere today that they're going to rest Dylan Edwards this week. He's got a bit of a, a quad strain, I think, but they're, they're going to. I think the restings will come over the two weeks. They won't rest all in one
0: week in the last yep. round. So they, they, won't um, you, they won't do what they won't do what Geelong have done this weekend to stuff no, the Giants. But that's another. Not part. sure.
1: They, they um yeah Tungo has been out for a bit anyway. He'll probably play. He'll have another week and then come back. But yeah, Tito comes back. Um, they'll win by a thousand, I think. Penrith. um, well, hopefully more than nine and a half for, for one of the moldies. Um would be nice, but, yeah, Parramatta are just horrendous at the minute and um miss $7 outsiders in a in, a, um, in a derby. That's ridiculous.
0: They're West Coast Eagles, West Coast Eagles mm-hmm. although the Eagles were wonderful last weekend. Uh, I Moses, been being, Moses being out, the, the incumbent state of origin half-pack doesn't help. I've, and, I, look, I'm quite confident the Dragons have been okay of late, but the, they will not beat the Warriors in Auckland. No way. And I also think, Jim, that the Warriors might end up playing their final at home at Eden Park, I would be. Yes, very surprised they have. Um, they've inquired about it, yeah, to get
1: the bigger crowd. So that I assume that they will just speaking into the stadiums. All they need to speak to, I think the NRL will tick off on whatever they can get. And I think, well, the NRL will be the one actually organising the NRL run finals. Warriors,
0: it's an NRL final it. game, but yeah, you you can't imagine them not trying. They to are looking Eden into Park. it. Yeah,
1: fifty thousand at Eden
0: Park. Um,
1: yeah, it'd be a nice little atmosphere.
0: It, well, oh, it's a great ground. You know, it's a world class, world class facility. Although it's not a world class cricket ground, but that's another matter. The Warriors to win that one. The Dolphins and the Cowboys. I'm only picking the Cowboys because they're they're going to be desperate, and the Dolphins are already planning their with Sunday's trip at the end of the season. And the Dolphins have been okay, to be quite honest. So I did, I thought they'd finish last. They're going to finish nowhere near it. They've yeah, look, they've, they've had a good season. Well, they're sitting in fourteenth at the moment, fourth last
1: now, but um. Yeah, the Cowboys just a little bit too much to play for with um as you said but be be great to see the the three teams come down to one spot in the final round so yeah, we'll go with the Cowboys but um, yeah the Dolphins losing to the Tigers last week um, not great on their part either but um it caught Cowboys by by 10 points or so.
0: The Storm and the Titans goodness me the, the, there was a 66 point game last week Melbourne and St George <laughs> Melbourne running at the Titans of excuse of an offence. defense, this could be ugly for the for for Gold Coast.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's a nice game for, for Papenhausen to play play half an hour at the back end and okay. they may keep him on the bench till the 50th or so and throw him in there when they're 30 nil up and yeah, I think the um the storm win that another another short
0: price $1.13 dollar thirteen and six oh five on sports bets. So
1: um yeah I think the storm comfortably
0: the Roosters and the Tigers this game's at the, the magnificent Sydney football stadium. And, and goodness me when you walk past it. It's just a spectacular spot. And uh, again, short price favourites and big outsiders. Tigers, good win last week. The Roosters won't the Roosters are on a roll and have got a sniff of finals, which I didn't think was possible. The Roosters will win by I think ten to twelve. Yeah, I think I think they'll win
1: that. Um if Sam Walker comes back first game for or round nine, I think it says there. So um Tedesco's out, Manu to fullback, but um Yeah, I think they'll they'll win pretty easily. I think the Tigers have have had a big win last week and Appy goes back to hooker. But um,
0: yeah, I think the Roosters pretty
1: comfortably in the uh, the 5.30 game.
0: And two of the last three games have got real competitive written all over them. The Saturday night game at what would be a very cold GIO Stadium in Bruce and Canberra is the Raiders and Brisbane. And this is potentially a very good game of football. The Raiders have got some issues at the moment, particularly defensively. Brisbane's probably not the team you want to, and of course, when we were going up, Jim, the Raiders and the Broncos were fab, they had fabulous, fabulous rivalry. But I think Brisbane, because I think Canberra's defence is so poor at the moment, that Brisbane will find a way. I think Brisbane by again ten to twelve. I think that much.
1: Yeah, the two best teams of the nineties. So um, yeah, I think Canberra, playing for home final, but. Um, Playing to hang on to a home final um, going into the final round, but Brisbane obviously a little bit more important to try and keep that top two spot because the Warriors, Warriors probably can't catch them, but um, but it take a monumental for and against effort. But they're still playing; they potentially finish first minor premiership, hundred thousand dollars. But I think the Broncos, um, Broncos winning in, in oh, comfortable enough without it being too tight. But um, yeah, 8, 10, 12 points something like
0: that. Canberra will fight. That they have got a they've got a good ticket. Canberra. Then they've been a good football side this year. They're not great, but they're a good side. Of, they will make Brisbane earn that. Now, I, I'm I'm fascinated to speak to Jimmy Newburn about Josh Schuster getting dropped. The eight hundred thousand dollar man. well, that that is a fascinating salary for that particular player. Canterbury hosts Manly at Stadium Australia, and Manly would have been looking forward to this game being a tune up for the finals. It's not. It's just it's just another game of football. Canterbury at two eighty six. Manly at dollar forty three. I agree because I think Manly's attack is that good that they can do some damage at, at what is a, still a pretty poor um, Canterbury defence. Manly for mine. Um, but, yeah, uh, Jim, over to you, and particularly the Josh Schuster dropping.
1: Well, Blacktown are sitting fourth. Um, so, Schuster needs, needs to drop them back to help them make finals, I think, if they win and they make the finals. So, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. I mean, think no 26 minutes and zero runs last week off the bench in the back row, so as um i think gordon tallis mentioned the other night it's harder to not have a run it's it's harder to not have a run than, than to have a run um he's somehow managed that and i think his first touch was a was a little no look flick on and he just i don't know he, it's an interesting decision to give him eight hundred thousand dollars or eight hundred fifty whatever it, yeah he's he's got a good manager um
0: <laughs> to yep. get him
1: that to lock him in for for four years it's yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna sideline especially if they've already got Turbo sitting on the sideline, showing up a lot of cap, and and now with Schuster, if if he can't get his act together in the off season, it's it'd be very interesting. They could be paying another club to a lot of money to take him off off their books if it um if it goes pear shaped next year. But um as far as the game goes, yeah, Garrick's out. Tola goes to fullback, and um Gordon chan kum Tong, the new guy on the bench, he looked good in the preseason, and and. Um, plays at hooker so he'll come off the bench and maybe give um, maybe jump on at 9 or at 13 if um, they want to just just throw a bit of energy around the middle of the park um, depends if Croker can get through 80 but um be great it's good to see the young fellas getting a getting a debut I guess that Seabold have a look at him going into next year he's been really strong in New South Wales Cup all year and um, a bit of a live wire there so um, yeah I think Cherry Evans and, and Jacob Arthur in the halves this week um should be able to, to run some rings around the ball. I'm hoping they can run some rings around the Bulldogs. But but who knows? Well, yeah, I just need to finish the season with a couple of wins. They've got a couple of favourable games now. And it'd be nice to see. be nice to see them finish off with a couple of those. They've been competitive for the last two weeks against the two of the best sides. And yeah, they've got a couple of easier games on paper. It'd be nice to see it happen.
0: And probably the game for the round that I packed out, Newcastle National Sports Tour in New Lampton, is Newcastle against Cronulla. This is the 405 Channel 9 game. I see that Jackson Hastings has been named in the extended squad. Um, Oregon Cafes is in for Cronulla, and Hastings has been named at seven. Jim, the Newcastle Knights have been – I would love to see the change in how the Heralds reported them because I hmm. reckon eight to ten weeks ago, Adam O'Brien was basically out the door. And the, Herald, what, the Heralds just, always full of excuses when they lose Reddys. <laughs> They're just happy they do have to make them at the moment. <laughs> yep, fair, fair enough. Uh, that that yeah well you, you live there and I, and I mean I read the Herald quite religiously certainly in yeah. summer, Um but Newcastle have been stunning. Yeah, there's no other way around it. They've just been superb, and I think they'll beat the Sharks. I think the Sharks are a pretty good side, but I reckon Newcastle's just on this massive wave at the moment.
1: Yeah, they've been um they've certainly been seven in a row. I think the first time since since two thousand and one when they um when they last won the comp. So um it's it's they were they were dead and buried and fighting to avoid the bottom two or three um, two months ago, and now they're they're arguably the the best side and the, the best form side in the comp. So it's um yeah as I said that stadium gets behind them. That um there's nothing nothing quite like it around around the comp. Um, yeah, they, I think they'll win the game easier. But if they can get a lead early too, that the crowd get behind them and and they could put twenty or thirty on the sharks realistically. The sharks have been. Hot and cold. Um, it's you can't put a finger on what's what's going wrong with the sharks in some games. Some games they've looked like million dollar players, and and some games they've just been horrible. So um, yeah, I think the knights will win easy. I think the knights, as I said before, they'll jump into fifth probably at the end of the round, and provided Brisbane do the job, they'll they'll win go to fifth and and have a foot and a half out of their two feet in the um, infra home final,
0: which would be huge. It would be yeah. I don't think it hurts that Bradman bests in the best form of his career. Mm-hmm. Dan, Ga- Dan Gagai is still a pretty decent footballer, but I, I tell you what, watching I've been watching a lot more sport in the last four or five years. So I've actually had some time to watch highlights packages. Kalan Pongal was absolutely electric down that left channel last last Sunday, Jimmy. He was. It looks like he's back to his very best form, and I actually would suggest to you that if there was an Australian side chosen today that James Tedesco might miss out and Ponga may find his way onto the bench that's how good a form he's in yeah he's been freakish um he had once he's once he went back to fullback it's just all changed
1: around I, I don't know if it was his idea or the or the coach's idea to throw him into the six at the start of the year but it's the second time that's happened and the second time it's failed but he's just got to stay at fullback um yeah, he's he's been incredible and he keep his keep his head knocks to a um down to a minimum or down to zero. It's um, it showed what footy you can play. So, um, certainly got the crowd on side with him. They they love him now. So it's um, yeah, he's obviously good to watch in full flight, and I think he'll he'll yeah run rings around the sharks.
0: And Jimmy, finally, the uh, you've got some value for us at a multi, and also a Byron update, please.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, the dogs are right, mate. He's 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 going all right. He's enjoying the nice sunny weather. We're on day shift this week, so. Laying on his back on the on the deck of a daytime when I'm at work, but um, just the short, I I, I just mouldy up the short favourites There's there's three or four games that I wouldn't say you can't really say sure things, but um, yeah, there's some short stuff there if you want to get around the two dollar, two dollar fifty odds if you if you take all the all the short favourites. And there's
0: plenty of them this week, so. Jim, it's been great to catch up with you. again. I, um, I've apologized to everybody, but both had a few work commitments of late. But it's been great getting back to talking with the with the guru about rugby league. again. There's so much. I think it's gonna be a fabulous end of the season. We're gonna have a like a two week run into what'll be a fabulous final series. Um, and uh, Jim, look, just want to say thank you so much. It's great to be back talking footy again with you.
1: Absolutely right. It's good fun, always good to talk. Um and obviously the Swannies are in um, in a bit of form too, so it's um it's always good to now the manly are out, it's good to have the swans to to follow because they've won a heap in a row as well, and then they've got a big game on
0: Sunday as well. So Well they do against a proper top four side and um my Giants are, are still very much a show. They're in the eight. Geelong, as I said, have done the Giants no favors at all by dropping half their squad. And I think will beat them in Friday. I mean the Giants have got to go to Marvel and beat Carlton, thank mm-hmm. you very much.
1: Last that game of the season it
0: is the last game of the season, season. A massive Super Sunday, massive Super Sunday uh, this weekend in, in the Australian Footy League. Jim, take care, look after yourself, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week, my friend.
1: Thanks, Raiders. Talk soon.
0: On behalf of Jimmy, this is David. You all take care, enjoy your Rugby League, and for those of you heading to the Newcastle National Sports Centre, get there early, enjoy yourself, and behave. Bye bye.